Hey, your favorite coaster sucks listeners. We want to take a quick sec to talk to you about Patreon. Do you have a dollar sitting around your house right now? Well, if so, you should join our Patreon at patreon.com slash your favorite coaster sucks. What else are you going to do with that dollar? (laughs) There's not a whole hell of a lot you can do with it. But I'll tell you, with that dollar, you can join our monthly Zoom calls. Those are so much fucking fun, aren't they, Ben? Hell yeah. Pay for friendship. It's uh, what we're all doing nowadays. Hey, man, it's community. We got a nice little community here built up. And uh, yeah, it's behind the paywall, but a buck a month, we think almost anyone can handle that, right, Ben? Hell yeah. You can't even get like a McChicken... Unless you like live in a state with no sales tax. So so why not throw it our way? Throw us literally a bone. At patreon.com slash your favorite coaster sucks. Welcome to the worst roller coaster podcast on the internet. Now, let's join Ben and Zach as they tell you why your favorite coaster sucks. I'm Zach, and I'm ready to talk about some motherfucking roller coasters. I'm Ben, and I want to uh, torture the the CEO. Well, can't be direct. I want to torture somebody in fucking Zencaster team, whoever the hell that is. <laughs> Fuck those guys. <laughs> this is a fucking nightmare. The software that we use to record the update—they did an update, and it's just not working. So, tell them how you really feel, Ben. Well, hopefully you can hear this episode. Hopefully this isn't a waste of our time. So if you're hearing this right now, this is good, a good sign. So we have our fingers crossed. Yeah. yeah. Although in the beginning, Zencaster was really fucking bad and we lost many episodes and then we've been on a roll. So, um, yeah, hope for the best. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's a brand new update, so hopefully it'll smooth out a bit last time they rolled out an update it kept the recordings in sync properly but it took a little bit for it to work right so we'll see yeah it seems like they should have have like they should have the option for you to beta test it for a little bit before just kind of doing a like a force feed update but yeah, I guess we're never going to have another guest who sneaks in on their phone somehow. That's true. <laughs> Which that's what I would love to see from Zencaster is like an <laughs> app. Yeah, right. Yeah, I wish I wish there was an app because I think it'd be a lot easier for guests without having to be like, oh, yeah, he got to grab a laptop and a microphone. Right. Yeah, it would be a lot easier for guests if you could just put your earbuds into your phone and then, all right, this is not your favorite podcast sucks. (laughs) This is your favorite coaster sucks. It's your uh, favorite podcast recording app sucks. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm going to crack open a Gatorade. I don't know why. I don't have beer right now. I'm going to wait till tomorrow. That's that's uh congrats or is that a bad thing? Neither. Yeah. Just like I don't know. I don't always feel like drinking now. That's probably well, a good thing. Yeah. Well, that's a sign of uh pandemic fatigue because we're approaching 1 year. Yeah, I know. It's like, all right, well, drinking all the time got boring. Remember just a year ago when it was all about Joe Exotic and 
um, that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Are you pining for a simpler time, Ben? Some what? A simpler time. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty simple time. It's kind of, it was weird, weird time. But, yeah. Uh, yes, indeed. Now the hell is uh, home searching, home buying in Denver because it's a very shitty market to buy a, ho- a house in. Um. So is I. That so. Yeah, I uh, I saw a property come online. I contacted the agent two hours later, and they already had like twenty seven showings booked. Holy so, shit! And already had a sight unseen offer that was over asking. So. My God. Yeah. What it, so what it is, there's like a shit ton of Californians like leaving California. And so they're able to sell a house out there for like a million dollars. And then they'll like come to Denver and then they'll be like, I'll pay anything to get this house. And so, like, all the prices keep getting pushed up. So, that's fun. Well, that sucks. Yeah. I I don't know. Good luck in your home buying adventure. Thanks. Yeah, hopefully uh, I got... I only have uh, five weeks until I have to leave this apartment. And I have nothing lined up after that, so... I'm kind of, uh, I'm already, oh, no, not five weeks. I got eight weeks. So seven weeks. I don't know. Something like that. For sure. Well, that's exciting. You're going to be one of those Colorado folks living in a van. It's not a bad option to be honest. Like this is a great honestly like this is a good this is a good spot to do that in because the climate like this is a ideal van life climate. It's so, all about uh, that composting toilet, homie. Yeah. Or just get like a Planet Fitness membership. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucking Starbucks is free. Yeah, it's true. My backup option though if I don't get a house by spring, I'm going to put off buying a house. And I think I'm going to buy some farmland instead. Okay. Yeah. Grow like, some no, like, for, like, seriously. Ben's going to start a compound. <laughs> that'd actually, that'd be pretty cool. Then he, then he can start a cult, too. <laughs> Which, what we've seen in the last year of politics, it's really easy to start a cult. That's it's not true. That hard. Yeah. That's true. I mean, you got a you got a pretty solid game plan there. If you got people, you got a place to send people to. You make more money as a leader, but you have more fun as a follower. <laughs> That's what uh, Meredith said, right? Or Creed? It's a yeah, it's a Creed quote. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just uh, give me a heads up before the whole Jonestown happens, so. <laughs> I can prepare my statement to the media. <laughs> thing is, though, like, I probably wouldn't. Well, the thing is, is like, it'd be more of a like investment, less than um, living in it. So 
I did the math for the same price as a house in Denver. I could buy a fully operational dairy farm back in Wisconsin and then lease it out to, to like an actual farmer and make more rental income than I would on a rental house. So that's why I'm considering it. Cause the reality is, is like, I don't think I'll ever live in a property that I own ever just because I move around too much. So like, that's kind of the next best thing. So anyway. a farm. What was that? So a farm, not like an apartment or. No, think about, think about that. Think about a fully operational, like a full dairy farm operation costs the same as a fucking house in Denver. I mean, if all you want to do is make money off of it, I guess. But don't you aren't you then responsible for like upkeep and shit? Yeah, but um, it's not that bad. But the, you get rental income, right? So the idea is less. It's like the cost to like the operational cost to like what you receive. So you lease it out, but you can make more money. You can make more money back by leasing out your farm operation. To somebody else, you know, so like versus, you know, you have a mortgage and then you rent out your house and you get rental income. That's less profitable than getting farm rental income. So I don't know. It's just just something I'm playing around with. Okay. (laughs) Ben's farm. Wouldn't that be cool? I mean, you can, because that's the thing, like, you can have, think about it, an organic, organic, you know, like, start a business on, like, organic, uh, like, cheese and shit. Make all the hips, you know, make a hipster business. Sure. (laughs) I bet Logan would be down. Which Logan? Oh, uh, Canadian Logan. Yeah, Prairie Coasting. Yeah, he can live on the farm. He can work on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right, well, we've now become your favorite farm sucks. Your That'll favorite investment 20... pro- property sucks. Right. That'll be in 2022 once things get rolling. No, we'll just have a permanent place to host meetups slash festivals. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. When you own that much land, you can build your own roller coasters. You could. Yeah. You could also totally let me host a music festival on your land. Yeah. Oh, here's the... Okay, so here's another idea. So basically, like, I'm I'm trying to think of, like, a long-term investment strategy. So here's my other idea. So I could buy desert land... So you can get a you can get a couple of acres of desert land um, near like Pueblo, Colorado, near the Great Sand Dunes National Park. You can get this giant parcel of land for like forty thousand dollars, which is way cheaper than a house, obviously. And then what you do is you set up like weird, kitschy art shit, and then you invite small bands, like starting bands, to come down, and you'll be like, hey would you want to do a small concert for like 20 people 
Um, you know, and then you get some Instagrammer influencers in on it and be like, yeah, hey, come down to this exclusive concert. It's in the middle of a desert. You can take drugs, do whatever. And then you sell back like, or you don't sell, you give people like pictures to upload on Instagram. And then you make the location trend on Instagram. So that way when people travel to the national park, <laughs> they stop along the way and they take pictures because it's like, oh man, I saw this on Instagram. So if you do that for two years, you get the place trending, you get bands potentially wanting to play there. Um, so, you know, it's. <laughs> I really do like that idea, although it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I mean, people you like, love. And then you try to like, and then you try to like build condos there. <laughs> No, 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 not condos. What you, you, I would then you add uh, camping spots so people can park RVs or uh, bring a tent. So that way it's a whole thing. Like you come down, you get to. So have you ever heard of so far sounds? Dude, within like six years, there'd be a target within 10 miles. No, not out there. Not out there. That shit is not getting anything for decades. Um, it's because there's no water. It's like literally a desert. You can't build anything. Which makes it kitschy, right? You know, like, people love Burning Man shit. They love, like, stupid, exclusive, like, art, hipster shit. So think about Burning Man, right? Obviously, that's a different caliber of event. But people are willing to go into the middle of the desert for a week to do psychedelics. Um, This is only two hours from Denver. You get to see, like, an exclusive show. So have have you heard of So Far Sounds? No. Okay, so So Far Sounds was this idea to create um, pop-up music venues. So it'd be like a yoga studio. And then you'd go to a concert that's only for 20, 25 people. And it's BYOB. And then so like an up-and-coming artist gets to play for a group and grow organically. And then you get to experience an exclusive concert in like a small venue. Um, So it's kind of like playing off of that idea. But also then throw in geolocation hipster instagram hashtags that kind of shit and um i don't know it's something yeah no that kind of also reminds me of like boiler room What's which that? is kind of a similar idea but with like djs and electronic music okay yeah where they have like they have like just really random parties i've watched a bunch of their videos and it's always like a party of maybe tops 50. Yeah. And sometimes it's in like a small club or venue. But I've seen like Carl Cox was playing in a fucking apartment once. Okay. It was like straight up somebody's apartment. <laughs> but that's that's what I'm saying. Like that shit, and especially with COVID, it's, it's making that stuff a little bit more desirable. So the other thing about it, once you get a little bit more traction, you could then um, say there's like a new brewery that's starting up and it's like, hey, do you want to come and sell beer at our events and we can get your name out and get you a little exposure? And then you get a food truck. You invite a food truck to come and park there and sell food during the events. So you can rotate food trucks and then you get local artists to be like, hey, here's a giant piece of land. You can make whatever the fuck you want, um, you know, and whatever, you know what I'm saying? And then you can like get these 
like hipster kids to take selfies in front of this weird art in the middle of the desert and see an exclusive show. Oh yeah. You could just build, um, all you would need to do is just build two things, right? A fucking, a big stage with like speaker stacks and shit, you know, Mm -hmm. and a bar. No, no, well, not, I was, it's got to be a little bit more in the environment. Like, it's got to definitely be. No, something. not like, not like, um, like an enclosed bar. Just kind of like an open air bar. Well, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the, the key though is you'd have to like have some, I don't know. That's what I was thinking with the brewery idea, because basically you have like a rotation of breweries. Yeah, no, I'm saying like literally like a stand out in front. And then you can just like you could post up with some beers or whoever rolls through could just pretend to be the barkeep, you know? Right. Yeah. So it could actually be functioning at times, but it could also just be like a photo op. Right. And then all you need to do is take some pictures and some video and then you just give it out. You, this is the key. You have to give it, you have to give it away for free. Um, so that way they show it all over their Instagram. And then when people see the pictures, they're like, what the fuck is that? It's in the middle of a fucking desert. And then they see the location. You have like a, you pick up a really good, like one, one word name. That's like really catchy. Something that you could definitely see like in a geolocation tag. And then, like, oh, what's that? That's the I, I can't even think of a name. The pit? No, not the pit. Um, the pit. <laughs> the pit sounds like uh, <laughs> it's like a morgue. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. This is just this is just an still an idea. I was gonna say like West Town, but that sounds like a fucking mall. <laughs> yeah. In that whole concept, I did all the math, would be like one-sixth of a house in Denver. So that's um, that's where I'm leaning. I think any of our listeners who are looking into um, investments in Denver area are going to be enthralled by this episode. <laughs> Just like me. <laughs> also, if they're interested in farm as investment properties. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's oh going on boy. with coasters? I don't fucking know. Is there anything going on with coasters? I haven't heard shit recently. Yeah, Icebreaker has been consistently testing. Okay, so here's the thing about Icebreaker. Does it have three launches or five launches? Why? <laughs> Well, because I keep before seeing, I answer that question, <laughs> well, I was curious because in some videos I saw five, but in the in the animation I thought it was three, and I don't know or care. But I it, I was just wondering, like, if so, if it's like five launches, that's per, one. I, I don't know if that's excessive, but it's yeah, I cool. think it was it was five. Yeah, in my mind, it was five when they were doing it. I thought you were about to be like, yeah, well, they're claiming it's like a record or something. 
Oh, most launches per right. Well, like if that's the case, when you have like that type of track where it goes back and forward, yeah. you could just reset the back and forward part to be as many as you fucking wanted. If we're counting it that way. Yeah. For future ERT, they're going to give like seven passes. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Exclusive seven pass mode on icebreaker. <laughs> they just have it going back and forward all night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It just returns to the station. Like, yeah, they're just going, they're just sending it Mr. Free style where it's just going back and forth with the switch track. So it's weird that the ride layout doesn't fit. It kind of looks like, um, it almost looks like Thunderbolt at Coney Island. Like after looking at the layout, it doesn't seem like something Premier would actually ever build. Um. And it's just it's just a weird ride. It looks it looks kind of cheap. Looks like looks there'll good. be some airtime on it though. Yeah, yeah, it definitely looks like it has some airtime. Cause uh the airtime on Skyrocket at Kennywood is pretty fucking good. Um wait, that's Premiere, right? Uh I don't even remember. Jeez. We need an R C D B tab open. Hold on. Hold on. Over to RCDB. But, um, yeah, Skyrocket was always pretty cool because you have... It is for, Premiere. Oh, sweet. For, yeah, for some reason, those... uh they Duh, it's the Skyrocket 1. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, the, um, the airtime is cool because on the Kennywood one because you pretty much are standing up. Like, you're way out of your seat. It's so weird. That sounds dope. I haven't been on any Skyrocket models. Have you been on full throttle? Nope. Oh. Yeah, those... um, I love those trains. They're... um, And the restraints. Well, except for the comfort collars. What um well yeah hey, I've been on West Coast Racers that had comfort collars and those yeah. blow. Were they uh are they like tight on your shoulders? No. So do you know that they're do you realize do you think they're there? Like like do you notice them when they're on you? Yeah, because they're like really stiff. Oh okay. They don't have much give to them. You know what I mean. Oh yeah, okay. That sucks. Like even though they like look like they're like soft, they don't have much flexibility. Okay. Do they prevent airtime? I don't think so. So okay, so it's not like the BNM ones. It's like a little bit better. Yeah, because they're not fixed position. I mean, they're fixed position. They're not like moving. Yeah. They lock in the one time. Yeah. Okay. Not like the B and M's that adjust. So, um, okay. They're kind of like a poor man's vest restraint. <laughs> yeah, that makes. It. Yeah, it almost looks like the whole goal is just to keep. Um. I mean, yeah, I need to look at a picture. Yeah. Icebreaker. There's a Mayhem Midway video. 
Oh, Mayhem Midway. It's a great site. Mayhemmidway.com. Yeah, check it out. Definitely. Yeah, it just looks like such a weird ride. Yeah, it does. And it's kind of small. And the red track makes it look a little cheap. Well, you know, you know the old saying. It looks like it'll be a good fit for the park. <laughs> oh, it's a it's a great addition for the park. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be fun if you're ever like interviewed for a like a new show or buy something or like you're at a media day, like say that is kind of like a bless your heart. <laughs> like that's the coaster Kaluna bless your heart. It's just like you know, it's a great addition to the park. Mm-hmm. How was it? Was that the craziest coaster you've been on? Well, I mean, it's a great addition for the park. Uh, there's a better way to say it, but yeah, just really condescending. It's a new ride. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you like it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. We got some requests in the Discord. Okay. So let me go ahead and crack that open. I put it out there. And so this is why you guys got to join the Discord server. The link is in the description. We like to interact there more than any other social media. Of course, uh, we're working on the forum still. Yeah, Mainly sorry. Ben. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Shockwave Dan. He wants us to talk about... Coasters themed to the most ridiculous IPs. Most um, ridiculous wait, ideas? Um, like intellectual properties. Oh, okay. In hindsight, honestly, Dark Knight. Yeah. Pretty fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Cause that movie wasn't even that big. Um like it. Uh, okay, do you, do you remember the 90s Batman? Um what was it Batman Forever? I th- he, oh yeah. The one that the, came out with Batman The crappy Bride. one? Oh, oh, I never saw that one. Okay, yeah, that one cuz that one is not a great movie either and it wasn't even that popular. So it's kind of funny that like uh that Six Flags went with that theming for a not so great movie. But yeah, the ride. Yeah, but at least they made it like just Batman. So it kind of perseveres and hangs on. It's not really particularly attached to that film. Yeah, right. Whereas Dark Knight is like so specifically attached to that film specifically. Yeah, it's like attached to a movie title. Exactly. Whereas it's now it's like, come on, can you just rename it the Heath Ledger experience? The warehouse coaster. Just get um that that Mark guy who does all the Terror Twister shit. Just have him invest in like ten thousand dollars in LED lights and just put LEDs all inside of the building. Put some fog in there, and it would be a way better ride. Yeah, dude, that would be dope. Yeah, you could do so much with that. Um, you could play any music. You wouldn't have to pay a licensing fee. And it'd probably be one of the most popular, well, a very popular ride in the park. That's a great addition. (laughs) It'd be a great addition to the park. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, well, you know. I don't know. It's odd because the thing is they have two other ones with the same theme. I'm sure they can buy him a plane ticket. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, there's probably like a 14-year-old kid on Instagram who's who could probably do a way better job. Don't go shitting on Mark like that. Mark does great. Yeah, but Mark's an adult and probably would ask for like a living wage, whereas a 14-year-old kid, you can undercut a little bit. I don't think Great America gives him a living wage. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't because that's not even his full time job. <laughs> he they would do it. It'd be like a weekend project. They'd be like, "We've got a budget of a thousand bucks. If you can make it to Jersey on that, <laughs> yeah, you can take the company car." And it's just like a. Uh... It's the old Six Flags bus <laughs> <laughs> that Mr. Six drove around in. He's living inside of it. It hasn't been used in like a lot, like a few years. <laughs> the mask is in the back. <laughs> it's like uh, he 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 um he hits the windshield wipers and it's like. It's like, fuck it. It's actually just the Mr. Six guy, but with an old man mask. What, they're like, hop on him. He'll he'll walk the whole way. (laughs) He'll dance. He'll he'll dance his happy ass all the way down there. He's got to just get his Coke. (laughs) Right? Uh, He's more of a meth. I think Mr. Mr. Six was probably more of a meth guy. I he was shooting crystal. I kind of got black. the crack vibes from him. Yeah, yeah. He's like cuz like he either he's like hitting the pipe or he's selling rocks, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I got some rocks for sale. So come and see me right now. Yeah, you see all these like Six Flags mid mid management people like going in and out of the bus in the middle of the day. <laughs> and he's he's like he's like pimping girls on the side too. <laughs> he's like, you're not coming in the bus unless you got my motherfucking money. <laughs> you come correct when you want my bus. Yeah. God, Mr. Six is a pimp. I like it. Yeah, he needs to come back. Pimp and Mr. Six. I want to see that web series. What he's up to nowadays. It's like, it's like, uh, people, they, they get people like, we love Mr. Six. And he's like, bitch, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I don't know. This what is up? just like, this is, this is turning into like a robot chicken pitch meeting. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, what are, what are the other suggestions? Su- 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 <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's let's go back to the Discord. Okay, let's talk about our top ten coasters. JK, fuck ranking ranking coasters. Thanks, Gabe. So my number ten, I think, is Ghost Rider. You think ten is Ghost Rider? Okay, maybe. Keep keep going. I don't know. Literally, yeah, because the top ten coasters changes every day. Like sometimes, you know, I think I would say Ghost Rider is like number 10. And then um, off the top of my head, I'll go with like, uh, I don't know, Silver Comet. No. <laughs> what you were thinking about that one recently? <laughs> uh, like, this is the last. These are the top 10 coasters that I've thought about within the past four days. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, you know, because it's like the boss was up there once. I Tremors was up there. I honestly, I, I rode Tremors this um, this past summer, and I no longer consider it a top ten wooden coaster. It's still really good, but um, I think it's lost minus, its pizzazz. Well, I think I hyped it up with nostalgia over like so many years. So, which happens? Have you ever, have you ever done that with a coaster? Where your nostalgia has like hyped it up so much that you rewrite it and you're like, oh, it's it's okay. No, I was worried that was gonna happen with Millennium Force, but it did not. But you've but like you've ridden that one pretty consistently since it's opened, right? At least like every couple of years. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Yeah. But like, what about a ride that you haven't ridden in say like a decade that you rode as a teenager, and then he wrote it as an adult, and it, it was like, oh, it's good, but, like, I don't know what I was thinking when I was 19. I don't know if I've had that, because I don't think I've been back to any of the coasters that I, like, really loved like that, other than, like, Millennium Force and stuff. Yeah. I well, mean, It'll be disappointing if I get back on some rides that I used to love uh, and now like they suck or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, so like, um, like for I example, with, go ahead. I did experience with Riddler's revenge. Um, I really liked the ride 2009, 2010. And then I wrote it in 2017 and I was like, man, this kind of sucks. It was just forceless, just rattly, slow. Um, it could have just been like an off off day too. But, um, and then like I had Tatsu as a top ten, and that's no longer a top ten. Um, it's still really good. Like it's still the best, one of my favorite B and M's, but um, not like top ten. It's not in your top ten. Tatsu, no, not anymore. For like B and M's. Oh, for. B and M's, yeah. Um, but then and then X two, I will say X two was exactly how I remember it, and it was still just as good. Um, but yeah, Tremors, Tremors was like not so great as it was. Um, so that was that was my experience with that. What about Accelerate? Have you ridden Accelerator after a long break? Yeah. 
Still fucking nope. Yeah. Yeah, certain rides I think will always have their like craziness. Like Desperado too. Desperado was another ride I rode seven years apart and it was still fucking good. <clears throat> I wish I could ride that ride again. Well, did you know, um, I guess, well, I saw a single Facebook post about it possibly reopening, but I don't know how true that is. I mean, I'd love to see it. Yeah. But also, like, you know, you got to be there at the right time. Yeah, you know how... um yeah, I wonder if they have track issues with it. Like, if they've ever actually welded or repaired that track. Because I can't... They run one cycle, like, every 20 minutes. And I can't imagine the rides in that bad of shape. On the contrary, if they've never done any maintenance to it... Yeah, right. Yeah, doesn't matter Magnum, how... F- yeah, because Magnum gets rebuilt, like, every offseason, essentially... Like the bunny hills. Yeah, whereas with Desperado, they're probably like, oh, you have to like do stuff to it? <laughs> There's uh They're like they're like, no no no, we're pretty sure that it's running. <laughs> <laughs> remember remember the um was it David David Copperfield who escaped oh, the Oh god, yeah, that terrible fucking Horrible trick. Yeah. That was close. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, motherfucker. Because, like, his foot goes through it. Yeah, I remember. Oh, wait a minute. So it wasn't actually. So it wasn't real. Like, I knew it wasn't real. Like, it's pretty easy to do. You, You practice with cuffs for, like, thousands of times. And then you stage it taking forever. It really takes you three seconds, but you pretend it takes 20 seconds. And then you just time the jumping of it just right. I didn't realize it was like fake, fake. Yeah, my guess is that they just... Like, he actually was on the tracks. Mm -hmm. But the coaster... There was no actual danger at any time of the coaster actually hitting him. Right, so I remember... Like, the the train was stopped in the station or something when he actually was on the tracks, you know? Yeah. It was in, like, lockout mode or whatever. Well, so... Hold on. I feel like I actually saw... Oh, shit. We're going to have to find the video now. Yeah, David Copperfield coaster. Because I want to, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they staged the whole video. Was it, was it David Copperfield? Oh, it's Lance Burton. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, David, I can't see. Yeah, because in the video, it actually doesn't look like there was, um, Okay, I found it. Yeah, my guess, though, is like, here's the thing. When you're a professional, 
you practice getting yourself out of cuffs thousands and thousands and thousands of times. And like, you already know exactly how long the coaster is going to take you. So then you just practice with like a stopwatch or whatever a couple thousand times. Well, here, let's watch the video and we'll see what we can observe. Huh? Did you find it? Mm-hmm. I put okay. it in the chat there. So I'll put it in full screen and then I'll wait for you to do the countdown. Oh, countdown. Okay. Three, two, one, play. Master magician Lance Burton. <laughs> was shackled to the rails of the Desperado roller coaster. At the time, this was the tallest and fastest roller coaster in the world. The train was released and Lance had to escape or face death. See, yeah, there's no doubt he's actually chained up to the track. Yeah. And there's no doubt the coaster train actually ran. The thing is, I just don't believe that the park would have been okay with the actual possibility of a coaster running right through him, you know? I don't know. This is Nevada in the 90s. You know what I mean? Like, of all places, like, of all roller coasters in the country at the time that would allow something like this, it would probably be Nevada. And I think Prim, it is Prim, Nevada. Yeah, not permanent. Yeah. But see, the other thing is they never show the train actually running in the far distance behind him. All of his shit is up close. Like, it's all up close shots. Well, right, you'll, you'll see it, though, in a second. Like, so. But, like, okay, so it's funny. It shows it going up the lift hill, even though it's already been going through stuff yeah they got the sequence of the ride all wrong I guess the only the only difference is that in the last (laughs) alright so yeah this is where it's in the mid course See, or maybe they held it on the mid-course. You know what I mean? Because the other thing is, this is not in front of an audience. Do you see his foot, though? Yeah. Foot got hit by the coaster. So, okay. So, th- so this is probably just bullshit camera uh, video editing. Yeah. Watch watch the slow-mo replay right here. Watch his foot. See? <laughs> yeah, this looks... Okay. Yeah, the, okay. So you, one thing you can tell is uh, when you go in super slow motion, the frame rate of the train is different than the frame rate of his body. Oh, let me see. Like, you can tell that... Oh yeah, like you know, like his body is at thirty frames a second, and, his, and the train is at like twenty frames a second. Well, it's also like you could just clearly see his right foot is like it, it's taking up the same space as the train. 
Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that cheesy ass shit. That was stupid. Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh, someone, one of the guys, or someone in the comments was like Expedition Theme Park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that, that was in the Desperado video. Now, I will say 100% with with no qualms, I would absolutely pay to see that live. Yeah. Like, it's happening real time in front of my face. I can see for myself that the train's rolling at the same time he's undoing the chains. Right, yeah. That'd be fucking exciting. Get you a seat right there. <laughs> <laughs> A poncho. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like a Gallagher show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Catch your foot. <laughs> yeah, right. I got a souvenir. <sighs> yes. I, I'm curious. I wonder if... Um... That was the only roller coaster magic trick thing, right? Yeah, I think so. I remember for a long time, like a lot of coaster nerds were trying to get the Mythbusters people to do the myth about Magnum sinking. Oh, really? Yeah, but they never did it. What was the myth that? Like a roller coaster could sink. The myth is that Magnum is sinking. Okay. Like less than an inch a year. I remember hearing that like back in the early two thousands. Yeah. Don't you remember I, hearing that? Yeah, but like that was something John would always like make fun of. Yeah, I, I just assumed. It was, uh, like, it was, oh, excuse me, that it wasn't real. Well, I don't, I don't think so. Cause it's not like it's like six inches lower now. Right. Like this many years after people noticed it was sinking, like you would have noticed it now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I could understand it cause I'm, I'm sure the soil is not so great and I don't know how true, like, I don't know what the actual story behind this is, but I also heard that there's, or that the reason why Cedar Point doesn't do any tunnels on any of their rides is because of the soil or something. That would make sense. Like underground ones. Yeah. And all of their, all of their roller, all of the roller coaster track in the park is over six feet off the ground for uh, flooding. Really? Yeah, think about it. I mean, think of every <clears throat> roller coaster at that park, and they all sit like between the station and the bottom of the first drop. Like every piece of coaster track in that park is at least like eight, nine, ten feet off the ground. That makes sense. Millennium Four's first drop. Magnum first drop. Maverick. 
So here we go. Founded on the Magnum XL 200 Wikipedia page. Magnum XL 200 has been the target of false rumors. God, why is it phrased like that? Magnum XL 200 has been the target of false rumors since 1998, claiming the structure was sinking due to unstable ground. The rumors supposedly started as an April Fool's Day joke in an Ohio newspaper, but quickly spread via the internet. Cedar Point quickly denounced such rumors. Hmm. A... Who the fuck edited this Wikipedia page to give it all this like weird <laughs> like PC fucking washed verbiage? Somebody with no life. Seriously, Magnum has been the target of false rumors. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> Make Magnum 200 again. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's good. I like that. Yes, that's uh that's gonna be our next shirt. It's gonna be make Magnum XL again. <laughs> <clears throat> Whoops, I dropped my monster condom for my Magnum Dong. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Let's see what else is happening in the Discord. Um, here we go. Let's see. Hmm. Uh, okay. Scott L. says, talk about coasters that fuck. Call the segment your favorite coaster fucks. What, what definition of fuck? I don't even... <clears throat> And not <clears throat> entirely, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's a good fucking coaster? Is the it wizard. a coaster you fuck on? Is it a coaster that you get fucked on? Is it a coaster that fucks you up? Is it a coaster that... The, the like, two I automatically think of when I hear coasters that fuck... <clears throat> and one's not a coaster, so forgive me. But the first one is the Wizard, because that's a fuck coaster for sure. Yeah, definitely Wizard. And the second one is One Thousand One Knocked. Because <laughs> <laughs> how could you not think of that? Even yeah, though it's I, not a coaster. Yeah, no, I have a semi chub just thinking about that ride. <laughs> Yeah, there's an exposed hole in the seat. <laughs> seat 14. When I think about that Aladdin font, my dick throbs a little bit. You know what's extra hot about phallic, that ride? The phallic structure, the phallic letters. The I'm not phallic. so much into that, but it's exotic, you know, knocked. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Talk dirty to me, baby. <laughs> Oh, the counterweight looks like a, the counterweight, is it a, like a, it's got a weird, it almost looks like a teardrop. I don't know what that shape is, but it's supposed to look like a top of a building, I think. Mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got a mushroom tip. 
I mean, it's what, 84, or whatever, 80 feet tall or something. And from what I've heard, it can rock all knocked long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, top show dragster yeah. fucks because it just looks like a giant. It looks like dick. a giant dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same with King to Ka. It's my King to Ka dong. Cause like the one side, the one side that has the, um, the spiral roll. It's a fucking vein. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> And the color works good too. It looks if you have a yellow in the sky, like yellow on a bright sunny day, looks. I mean, not very fleshy, but then the vein is red. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I want to say like um, the Millennium Force logo kind of looks like boobs. A little bit, yeah. Like. Maybe she has a maybe the woman has a disease, but there's still boobs. Well, one boob is always bigger than the other boob. Oh yeah. Or so maybe, maybe it's just like really exaggerated. You know maybe, what I mean? Maybe she's laying on her side and it's kind of like smushed boobs <laughs> sagging down to one side because of gravity, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. That's like laying on your side boob. <laughs> Not side boob. Laying on your side boob. Yeah, like when you're laying in bed next to a woman and then you like wake up and they're just kind of like i don't know i mean i don't know what they look like i'm gay but like you know what i mean do, 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 do. <laughs> now i'm gonna be thinking that every time <laughs> this should have been in the promo video it's like some <laughs> guy like wakes up all hung over and he like turns around it's like some gross old lady <laughs> and the boobs are like to this one side <laughs> The fucking well, every, right. The, like, yeah, the M is showing up everywhere. So <laughs> wakes up hungover. It's the boobs. <laughs> and it's just the M. <laughs> he just like shakes his head. <laughs> walks out. <laughs> oh yeah. Remember remember the parody idea we had of the Millennium Force promo video? <laughs> <laughs> We're like you see like a recliner and, the re- and like, there's like a guy and he's just like, Rrr. and you, like, the recliner is like moving. It's like shaking. <laughs> and then like, you see this like, Oh no, no. He was some about like a computer. Yeah, yeah. Like a guy from behind looking at a computer and it's porn. And then like the jizz makes the logo on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, some guy's on a couch with a bong, and he, like, roll, he like sits up and puts the bong down, and there's, like, a pube stuck to the bong, and it looks like the logo. <laughs> a girl walks home, and she, like, catches her older sister, um, like, snorting coke. And then, like the coke lines turn into the or like, into the logo. No, or no, her, it's like her. it's like a guy riding a subway, and like a homeless guy pisses. <laughs> and he like leaves, and the guy looks over, and it's like M. <laughs> no, that's um, 
someone ODs and then their their spouse comes home. No. <laughs> it's too dark. Um <laughs> It's like it's like someone's in a coma and on their heart rate monitor. It's like boop boop M and their eyes open. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's, um, I, I want to say I had that written down because I remember I was working at Cedar Point and I was like thinking of ideas in my dorm. Yeah, there's that, that could be fun. I think that'd be a fun project. You do that in a weekend <laughs> pretty easily. You don't need special effects. At the turn of the millennium. <laughs> There are signs. It's like it's like a a piece of bread pops out of a toaster. M. Someone someone's uh someone vomits in their coronavirus mask, and like the stain is like an M. And some guy sharts, <laughs> <laughs> and he like. It's, imagine this. Okay. He, like, he leaves like the the boxers in the bathroom garbage, <laughs> <laughs> and then right on the ass. M. <laughs> Some guy mowing the lawn accidentally like runs over uh, like a a rodent, like a rat, and it shoots out of the lawnmower and like splatters on the side of the house. M. <laughs> Some guy, some guy throws a bag of Cheetos at his roommate, and the roommate <laughs> hits it with a baseball bat, <laughs> and like Cheetos go everywhere, and then they some land right there on the floor. M. <laughs> the the Roomba has a glitch. And it keeps just going back and forth in the same pattern over and over and over. <laughs> no. Um, my thing with the Cheetos. It's like, a, it's like it's like there's like a car wreck. And it's like panning out, like zooming out and like going up from above the camera shot. And then you see like the tire marks. M. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say with the Cheeto things. It's like, uh, like there's a guy who, who, or there's a wife at home, and the wife is cheating on his husband, and she's fucking some guy, and like he leaves like a Cheeto, like Cheeto marks on the wall, and the husband comes home, and he sees the Cheeto marks, and it's in an M, and then he like opens up a drawer and grabs a gun. Like uh, there's like a dude and a girl <laughs> sitting in a bed, and the guy's smoking a cigarette. Like they just finished, and like <laughs> you hear the door open, and he's like, "Oh shit!" 
and like she's like getting her clothes and leaving and then like his wife walks in and throws a bottle of wine at him and it like smashes against the wall M <laughs> this would all have to be filmed in Sandusky Ohio too <laughs> It's like the the establishing shot, right? It's like a pigeon, and then it flies away and takes a shit. <laughs> the shit lands on the ground. M. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just everything goes wrong. That'd be a good one, dude. Yeah, that would be that'd be a fun project. Do, 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 do. Just and then some added inspiration, and then it's like, <laughs> <laughs> then it's like it's like the gathering of the juggalos, but instead of like the clown paint, everybody just has M's on their faces, <laughs> <laughs> and they're all like, they're all like wheeling hatchets, and they're like ganging up on this like scrawny looking guy. <laughs> It's like <laughs> It's like <laughs> When it's a kid No a kid he like walks into a bathroom And he like opens up a stall door And he walks in And he looks down And it's just like a tampon And the little string is like in an M and then he looks disgusted and then walks out of the stall. <laughs> like he just rolls his eyes. It's like um the the capital <laughs> <laughs> the rioters break the window. <laughs> and like the glass shatters, but it like shatters in the pattern of the M. <laughs> <laughs> and then it kind of pans out, and then like the guy carrying the uh, the podium thing is like just like marching all over it. Some and then like some guy in a maga hat, he like opens up his phone and he logs in a parlor. But then, like, instead of, and then, like, the loading screen slowly transforms into the M. <laughs> it's like some guy checks his, uh, checks his phone, and then he, like, he sees that, like, Game Stock, he lost all his money on the stocks. Oh, the- <laughs> yeah, he, like, opens up Robin Hood, and then it's just like, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> he hangs himself <laughs> and then he coughs <laughs> and it's blood <laughs> M <laughs> man that video would have been so different in 2021 <laughs> right <laughs> can we talk about something else that was really different in 2000? Something that's really different? Yeah, I got something in mind. Okay, what do you have in mind? Britney Spears. I just watched that documentary. Before she shaved her head? 
Yeah, well, I mean, that whole thing is all fucked up. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was a fan of hers back then. Now I feel bad for, like, even being a fan back then. (laughs) I'm like, I shouldn't have liked her. I should have left her alone. (laughs) Even in, um, even in 2010, like, when, uh, she kind of did that whole, like, comeback and did that new tour with Nicki Minaj and, uh, Kesha. Do you remember that? This might be the gayest thing I've ever attended. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was like uh no it's 2011 what the hell was that hold on it was like britney spears kesha i think it was in cleveland maybe the others weren't there i'm pretty sure the femme fatale tour but who was oh yeah it was Nicki minaj okay yeah that was a good show i liked it that was the summer i came out so it was very fitting um, I was going to say, that definitely seems gayer than Gay Day at fucking Oktoberfest or uh, a leather conference or whatever <laughs> the fuck else stories you've told me. Yeah. <clears throat> That's it. You're like, all right, I went to a concert. It was Britney Spears, Kesha, and Nicki Minaj. I'm like, Jesus Christ, keep it in your fucking pants. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of all the times we talk... We talk about music, or I have on this show. This is the first one you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's all right, man. Yeah, I like Britney too. I saw her way back, like when she was touring for her first album. Mm-hmm. And now I feel bad for liking her back then. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think that was the point of that documentary, but it kind of—I don't know—it kind of has that effect. Yeah, people are because it was her it was her dad, right? <clears throat> yeah. Who had basically had had like full control over everything and she couldn't get out of it until just recently, right? She's still in it. Oh, okay. So yeah, her dad has like full control over everything. God damn. It's like a thing that's usually reserved for like incapacitated elderly people. Right. Okay. And it was supposed to be temporary because, like, you know, either you get better or you you pass. Mm -hmm. But now it's been, like, I don't know, 13 years or something. So, yeah, sucks. Really sucks. Free Britney. Yeah. Free Britney. I saw a cool video about Viper, a great adventure. Oh, yeah? I think it's crazy how they basically, like, bought a fucking prototype model and had it as a new ride. I had heard about that. It really wasn't, like, I didn't think it was that bad, but it wasn't, uh, I guess I don't really remember it that well. It just, it was, like, kind of, I don't know, it was a little more rough than Manhattan Express, but it wasn't, like, terrible. It just had really bad transitions. I think all Togos did. Except for Skyrider. Skyrider was like flawless. You like gush about that fucking ride. It wasn't that good. It was so great. Like the other stand-ups, sure. 
those were those were a little more rough, but Skyrider was so good. You're really overhyping a fucking Togo stand-up coaster. Sure, it was the best one, but it wasn't like it wasn't no. like you'd be like top ten. Fucking Skyrider's got to be in there. I might put it in there now. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> no, it was okay. Here, no, because I love. See, I love arrow rides. I love shitty design rides. And uh, Skyrider was like... The, You're a fucking contrarian. That's what you are. No, no, no. Because <clears throat> rides are way more fun when they look like they were built in Roller Coaster Tycoon. That's why I don't like RMCs. They're too smooth. But Skyrider had that like classic non-computer design feel. It had like ejector airtime all over the ride. The loop was awesome. I mean, and I love like as a tall person, those restraints are so good because on all the airtime moments, you can jump up and like stand up airtime. It was so fun. I think we wrote it like over a dozen times. Congratulations. Yeah. It's the only roller coaster where I literally just giggle the whole ride. No other ride does that except for maybe Magnum. And that's my number one. I think that was maybe in competition for the gayest thing you've said on this podcast. <laughs> the other one being you went to a fucking Britney Spears, Kesha, Nicki Minaj concert. <laughs> <laughs> and I am counting the entire episode we did with Slater. I don't think the show is really that gay, though. No, I mean, it was. It just was like uh... that episode was super gay. Yeah, that was a really gay episode. Yeah. We have we have some really gay episodes occasionally. That one when you talked about your trip to Germany was pretty gay. Trip in Germany? Yeah. Oh shit, what did I what did I all talk about? Oktoberfest? Oh. Oh, gay Oktoberfest, yeah. Yeah. You went into a lot of detail about the men's room. <laughs> That's you remember that? I remember my mom saying that she listened to that and me going, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) What's fucked up too is like, I feel like (laughs) it's so normal for like us, but it's probably like a fucking parallel horror universe for straight people to think about gay things like that. I just want to make it very clear. I'm straight. Not to you, to the listeners. You gotta, you gotta make sure they know. Well, you're grouping me in with you. <laughs> I'm getting classic straight guy syndrome over here. Let's uh, let's check back in with the Discord, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. Well, Logan replied to the coasters that fucked and he said big bad john definitely deserves to be on that segment and i think he's right big bad john because if any coaster has a name that sounds like it fucks it's big bad john yeah that's true i agree with that um unless they name a coaster like slutty selma or something (laughs) (laughs) what about banshee it's like the movie. I mean, Ghost. she's screaming. It's like the movie. So. Go- it's like the movie Ghost. 
<laughs> this conversation's getting weird. <laughs> this is what happens after so much fucking quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> Shit's getting weird. <laughs> I was watching um oh fuck it, I'll plug him. He seems fine. I was watching Adam the Woo and he got stuck in Texas the past couple days driving through. Oh shit. So it's pretty interesting to watch. Yeah, that was a shitty storm. Sure was. It fucked Texas up, man. Uh, and actually, I wanted to say, uh, send some love to all of our homies down in Texas. Hopefully, you guys are doing safe, doing well, staying safe and warm. I'm not going to be one of those Midwesterners who's an asshole. Like, you guys can't handle a little snow? Yeah, uh, northern people don't understand that snow actually just hits different in the south because in the so the best the way the compare it is in the north it's so much colder all the time <laughs> that the ground is colder so when water falls it falls as snow and in the south it falls as rain and progresses into ice so it's literally uh like an ice sheet on the road it's not the same thing um plus obviously people can't drive on snow anyway so <clears throat> it's just it hits way harder. There's no infrastructure or machines to uh, manage it. Yeah, my wife's been explaining that to me as someone who came from Arizona and proceeded to live in a bunch of states that don't have snow. Yeah. And I was like, the, my only thing was like, this is not the first time I've heard of a snowstorm in Texas. <laughs> so how the fuck did they not buy some fucking plow trucks after the last one. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, they have they have some, but it's just not um well like northern cities taxes are way higher. So it's um I I and I don't even want to pretend like I understand economics in Texas and policy and whatnot, but yeah, it's I'm just, just like, saying if you're a state and you're like, "All right, do we need to buy like 800 plow truck drive or 800 plows and then staff 800 people on call like on standby and then do the maintenance and the licensing and all the management of it it's kind of like a it's a, it's snow snow management is really expensive yeah it is but also if you don't do it right the shit that's happening in texas now happens but i think with that said things will probably change after this well, right. Yeah, they better actually get an infrastructure. Yeah, I don't think there's any excuse any longer. But I do hope that everyone <clears throat> listening down in Texas is uh, staying safe and it's doing all right. Bong rips for Texas. Yep. Uh, <laughs> that's so funny. I'm just thinking about your mom listening to the Oktoberfest thing. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't even remember what I was talking about. Like, if I talked about the event, I I know what I talked about. I just don't remember it. What? Uh, it, was a, it was a lot. Really? I'll have to go back and listen to that. <laughs> yeah, it was. I think it was like episode three or something. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, going way back. This was all pre-COVID. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. 
I do. Except uh, it was also winter in Seattle, so it was like a pre-COVID uh, warm-up. Oh, my God. Well, it's almost springtime. It'll get warm out. Yeah, things will have to get better at some point, guys. And hopefully we won't be eating those words. I mean, the way either way, it seems like it'll be better than last year, <clears throat> hopefully. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Personally, last year is actually hard to top for me because I did get married. So that was a personal thing. So I know it was a shitty year for most folks. I don't even know. Should we just get to the annoying shit? Sure. All right. Fuck it. Fine. Uh, we're a podcast, do the podcast thing, Apple podcast, whatever podcast place you play the podcasts on that thing in that place. Uh, no, interact with the podcast. Leave us a review. Five stars. Let us know. Um, what your favorite segment for a millennium force promo parody would be. Yes. Do let us know that. If you have a good one, let us know and we'll, uh, aka where where is the weirdest place the m could show up (laughs) (laughs) and that's what we want to hear um you can get a hold of us we got a lot of ways to do that we can we can yes we can um you can go ahead and email us at at facebook at your favorite coaster sucks at gmail.com and we did get an email Nice. Actually, um, which was a picture from Molly. Thank you. It was um, a picture of Minnie Mouse with somebody in the park wearing a dead mouse shirt. Mm-hmm. And Minnie's like covering her eyes. Because of the shirt. Okay. I thought it was pretty funny. I liked it. So thanks for sending us that. Um, So that's a good way to get a hold of us. Also, we got a voicemail line. 312-572-9552. You can call us there. Leave us a voicemail or even text. I promise we'll get back to you. Just please don't send us any weird pictures. Wholesome ones are fine. You should forward me the email. Yeah, I can do that. Here. Um, here you go. It can be an email of uh, memes like the Michael Jackson meme. Yeah, you can send us memes or... I don't know. We got another one here, too. And I'm afford this this one to you, too. We'll go through some emails now. That seems like a good idea. Um, this here <clears throat> comes from, let's see. Uh, I, I don't want to give out his email address, but, uh, K I 
So he says he discovered us through some of our episodes of Sean, which is cool. And uh, he thinks that we would appreciate this, especially you having worked at Cedar Point. And since it's on the edgier side of the coaster world, I'm not a YouTuber. I am instead starting the trend of long-form narrative content. So, looks like we've got a link here. This guy's got a book based on working at Cedar Point. Okay. Looks like a like a coming of age type of uh story. Probably, you know, autobiographical. Nice. Yeah, like, those are, I think honestly like that whole experience could be a lot of books like it's it just kind of is that that's cool 35 chapters in four parts um so let's see oh okay um it's available for free to read here Oh, yeah, okay. <clears throat> so the whole book is available here online. We will leave a link to that in the episode description. It's called Summer's Reach. And, oh, K.I. So thanks for sending that in, oh, K.I. We do appreciate it, and we're happy to share. <clears throat> <coughs> Yeah, that I'll I'll check that out. I uh, I always like stories like that. It's just such an interesting experience. Yeah, no, and it sounds really cool. So I'm looking forward to kind of thumbing through it. Yeah, he says. So is the is the dead mouse picture? Is that the is that the listener? Is it or is it just a random guy? Um, it's just a random guy. Oh shit! This book is based in two thousand three. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that would be. I mean, that's. Uh, That'd be way crazier than 20, 20, like 2009, 2010, 11. Yeah, 90s. I would love to read about 90s Cedar Point. Do you remember, speaking of Cedar Point shit, do you remember that show on uh, Discovery Channel where it was kind of like an open to close documentary of the park? Yeah. It showed behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The crazy thing is like <clears throat> half of the people in that video still work there or did when I worked there. Oh shit, that's crazy, dude. So you would like all these there's like all these re- people you recognize like at wardrobe or in the hotels or in food service or like ride people. It was funny. You'd be like, "I know you from somewhere, but I don't want to talk about it." 
Nice. Cedar Point shit. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So that's always exciting to get cool emails like that. So keep sending us your stuff, guys. We super appreciate it. Um no one no one did um live role play um roller coaster tycoon. No, but I think Justin's well, Justin might be sending us another voicemail. He messaged us to to ask essentially how blue he could get. How blue? Like how you know raunchy or vulgar? Oh, I mean, I, said, I think we should tell him want, as much man. as he wants. Yeah, I said say whatever you want, man. Literally, he said, "What is the parental rating for audio? Can I be R rated or do I have to be PG?" And I was like, "What?" And he said, "Can I say cock teasing?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, you could say whatever you'd like." <laughs> So hopefully we got something else cool coming from Justin because straight up, that was a lot of fun last time and we appreciated it. Let's see. We'll check back in with the discord one more time real quick. Okay. Yeah. So looks like Logan's going to build a new, uh, Connects coaster. That's exciting. All right, let's see. What else do we got? Yeah, email us. I love getting cool emails like these. And KI, we're definitely going to check out your book, and the link to that is going to be in the episode description. We've got our website, your favorite coaster sucks.com or coastersstudios.com or mayhemmidway.com. Whichever one you like best. I think they're all fantastic. Um, <laughs> you can get a hold of us there. We've got links to all of our other stuff, all the socials, all that bullshit. We're going to have a forum soon. Right on. Right? Yeah, I don't know. Um... Let's see. What else do we got? Oh, patrons. Special fucking thanks to all of our awesome patrons over on Patreon. We got a couple new members this month, Ben. And uh, if you're hearing this, there is still time. Our call is going to be next week. I'm officially announcing it now. Because next week is the last full week of February. It's the last week. Are you available Wednesday, Ben? Um, should be. All right, then it's Wednesday, the 24th. We're going to have a Zoom call. All right, let's do it. So if you're hearing this on the day it comes out or before Wednesday, the 24th, there is still time. You can join up on Patreon.com. Slash your favorite coaster sucks starting at just one dollar. And those Zoom calls are open to everybody up there. Um, we also got bonus episodes. Um, I don't know, we do cool stuff. What else do we do? We do shout outs to all of our patrons. And I put the link up or the list, Ben. All right, I got the list. All right. So, so special thanks to these folks. So we got Keith, 
Um, I don't know if I can say your last name. Iorio. What do you, does that sound right? Iorio. Iorio. Coasterford. Davis Skelton. Danian Raffery. Danian. <laughs> Danian <laughs> Rafferty. Um. <laughs> Sean Brookheiser, I dude, reading is really scary right now. Hemi, Sean Drew, Gabriel Ludisky, Nathan. Wait, hold on, hold on. Sean and Drew B. Those are two different people. Oh shit! <laughs> For some reason, the te- <laughs> okay, this is why this is so confusing to read. The text came through, and there's no, there's like one. It's space. batched. Yeah, yeah, it's batched and they're not broken up. Hold on. So this is Let real, me see if I can fix that. But this might this is a little more hold on, this is more fun. It uh <laughs> all right, so we got Sean, Drewby, Gabriel Ludwiski, Nathan Slater, Brian Lewis, Joshua Knight, Wan Lewis, Scott Levine, Mikey Mayo, Michael Maldoon, Tristan Cox, Dominic B, Stefan Feinberg, Daniel Puckett. Wait, wait, wait hold on. <laughs> Feinberg. <laughs> Stefan, what? Stefan, read Fein- it again. Feigenbaum. <laughs> Fein- <laughs> Remember this laptop? I don't see. Sh- I can't. <laughs> yes, Feigenbaum. <laughs> he said Feinberg. I'm like, oh, hold on. Don't get us fucking canceled. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was going, yeah, I was going a little too fast. <laughs> Stefan Feinbaum, Daniel Puckett, Nathan Hart, Jonathan Hawkins, <laughs> Jared Mullen, Brandon Carter, Ryan Schumacher, and Logan at Prairie Coasting. Absolutely. Thank you all so much. That was a lot of work. And you know what? Thank you all so much for making it so damn entertaining to hear Ben read these names. <laughs> you got to see how it's coming through on my screen. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like one oh, run on sentence. <laughs> it's it's how it looks over here too. I was like, oh shit, why did it paste that way? But no, so I took it, I copied it off of that, and I put it in Notepad. And I'm saying it, it looks even worse in Notepad, but I can actually see it all on my screen. So it's <laughs> it just like, worse. Oh, yeah, God. it looks way worse in Notepad. <laughs> <laughs> and in my monitor, I don't have white pixels. I have pink pixels because white and black pixels are either green or pink because my laptop monitor broke. Yeah. All right then. Top notch top notch equipment. So anybody can start a podcast. <laughs> I wonder if anybody listens to the actual end of this show. Cause I've realized the more we've been doing this, the more we've just kind of been like fucking slacking through the uh the annoying shit at the end and actually adding more good content to people who are good and hang around. Right, yeah. And I like that. Hopefully. I like having little bonus nuggets at the end so people, uh, you know, the the real tried and true folks that are still here are getting some extra entertainment. 
Because I feel like a lot of people probably leave once it's like, all right, let's do the annoying shit. <clears throat> maybe. I wonder if they're. But doing maybe that. if they see there's like 20 minutes left, they're like, what? Yeah, right. At least probably go, probably skip through it. At least. So maybe, hopefully. I don't know. Let us know. That's the thing about like when I edit the show, though, is like if you skip to any part, if we could be talking about something so fucking random and you're like, what? Yeah. Because like when I edit, I'll jump ahead a little bit and I'm like, how the fuck do we get from talking about like bicycles to fucking Malort? I don't even understand how that. Yeah, totally. Well, um. Yeah, that's this <clears throat> God. But um what else do we gotta do? Not much. I don't think. I think we're good. I think we're good. Maybe that, yeah. Here, I'll join the chorus. This is the end of the show, but there's still partially loaded bowls. Right, yeah. Cash cash your bowls, everybody. So just keep it going. Smoke them if you got them. I don't know. We did, like, so many videos the other time. Maybe we should do another Rob Alvey video soon. We're going to do the Tommy Faircloth video very soon. I just got to wait for my damn DVD drive to get here. Yeah, that, that the, the doing a, a thing about the TV or the doing the thing about Tommy's DVDs. Everything we talk about, it's going to be it's going to sound like we're talking about a porno. Probably. <laughs> Like, if you just listen to it without actually watching the video, you'll be like, what the fuck? Right, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, the, uh, especially, especially the latest one that they did. Which one? Gap TV? I think so, yeah. The, the cooking segment? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's really fucked up. Like, I know I have really prudish friends when I can't ever bring that up to, like, anybody in a normal conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I used to be a coaster person. And, you know, I was on this different message boards. And I had this group of friends. And uh, they did a DVD every year, kind of like as like a year-end thing, give it out to their friends and stuff. Um, and they would do these funny segments because there's some comedy in there. And there's this one where they're like cooking with cum. So, well, no, it's not real cum. It's, it's like egg whites or something, but they like do like cooking. <laughs> it's just a hard thing to explain. Yeah. I probably would have dropped the whole roller coaster thing and just been like, Oh, these guys do like comedy videos. <clears throat> I still give Tommy credit for inventing car karaoke. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
because the he was doing those videos in two thousand fucking five. <clears throat> yeah, I remember was- I, I cracked up at that one that was in the two thousand five video. Which uh, which one was it? I think it was part two. Okay, it's him and Brian driving around Texas. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I, I, I should go back and so long. Yeah, I want to go back and watch those sometime. Yeah, those are always good. Such a fun era in time. Before TikTok. Right? Before the internet became what it is and fucking ruined everything. Yeah, I mean, think about it. And I'm, I'm, I'm half serious, half joking, half I'm not sure. But in the last 10 years, a lot of things just started sucking. And it's literally it's the timeline that social media has grown. Think about how much time you spent on it. Haunts me all the time. You know that did a great job not sounding like an like a cranky old man. <laughs> That's the point. You're supposed to. You know things just started sucking about ten <laughs> years ago. <laughs> yeah, I want to do back, back in my day. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. To be honest, like. This is this is the age I've been waiting for my entire life. Oh, the complaining age? Well, no, not necessarily. Like I just I'm just complaining about social media. I want to, but the thing is, is like I'm not. I don't want to complain about it just to complain about it. Like I'm trying to change it. You know what I mean? I'm trying to. I don't know. Try different living experiments. You're the hero nobody asked for and nobody deserved. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck else are you supposed to do with your time. That's what I'm saying. Like, COVID time has exposed how much time we've been wasting doing stupid shit, and now we can make our lives efficient. I don't know. Like, uh, as a as a personal re- revelation, um when you look at screen time on apps and like how much mine's gone up in just like a year, it's so it's one of those, like it's time to try something different. Yeah, I did that too. I just been making a conscious effort to like, not look at my phone Mm -hmm. so much. And it feels goddamn good. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like maybe there's something to it. Maybe there's something to it. You know, the phone's only been around for 10 years. How do we know that this is a good idea? This is probably a terrible idea. You don't have to say fuck you to technology. You just uh, you just got to refine it a little bit by not having applications or platforms that allow them to be designed so they're addictive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because 10 years ago, we had social media, but it wasn't really addictive. And now it's like literally manipulating. It's kind of fucked up.
live and die for social media. <laughs> live by the tick, die by the talk. <laughs> Check me out on my new TikTok at Benzo41190. <laughs> Right, pee in random public places. God, that video from how to uh, piss in public. Gavin McIvans, or whatever his name is, the the Vice guy, who then like became Proud Boy, or no, he started Proud Boys. He did. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. His whole story was like he worked at Vice or he started Vice. Apparently he could. Maybe he's making that shit up. I don't know. I've honestly never fact checked it. But I want to say his story is he started Vice and then left Vice because he didn't like where it was going or something. (coughs) And then he started Proud Boys as a joke. And then it like grew into this entire thing. this like totally different entity that it is now. Like it evolved, you know what I mean? And he kind of like egged it on. Oh, I thought it was kind of funny that on, on Twitter, crowd boys account is like some gay group. Oh yeah. yeah, The hashtag. Like the actual account. Oh, okay. It's like proud boys, but it's some group that has nothing to do it's a it's like a gay group. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, holy shit. That video's from seven years ago. Wait, which video? How to piss in public. I felt like it was longer than that. But that I, seven years, so that would have been 2014. I want to say I saw that in like 2009 originally. Well, maybe this is a re-upload then. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Just because. There you go. That's like I went back into my old YouTube likes and I found that I liked a Steven Crowder video from 2009 before he had his whole thing. I can't say I know who that is. He's that guy who has the right wing show louder with Crowder. It's really dumb. It's just, it's a very awkward show. Like it's really weird. But he's kind of like a he's like a right wing YouTuber who definitely like eggs on people. You know, his whole thing is like clickbait, anti left shit. Yeah. But the, in the video, he was like walking around Detroit or something. And it was in my old favorites, like two thousand nine. <laughs> And it's like, whoa, it's so weird that there's like these YouTubers that literally you saw like 10 years ago started as a thing.
Yeah, we should have kept up with it, Ben. Yeah, we've been be, famous by now. That's what I'm saying. You just gotta pre- if you, it's people who just do shit like consistently, daily. Gets just it's just weird how it works. Your favorite coaster fucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Already. Yeah, I don't know. You got anything else? No, I'm good. All right, cool. Then let's uh do like your favorite coaster that fucks and wrap this up and thanks for listening, everyone. You all are really cool. Cause you're spending your time with us and we appreciate it. And uh yeah, until next time. Your your favorite, favorite coaster, coaster. Fox. sucks. <laughs>